Hi friends, it's me, Amber, back with episode 95, yet another somewhat spontaneous um, solo episode where I have something exciting to share and I think lots of you will like listening to it. Uh, We have some really exciting news for our family and if you are, you know, a fan of what we do and what we offer, then it's exciting news for you too, because it's going to just upgrade everything. I'm going to like try to save that till later, but I have a feeling I'm going to have to have to announce it sooner. <clears throat> so yeah, you read the title. This episode is about exiting the overculture and herbalism, homesteading, home birth, homeschooling, unschooling, um, gardening. We've been chicken keeping, although we're going to stop. Maybe I'll talk about that. Um, Just kind of sharing our journey as so many people are realizing they don't want the life that was presented to them as the ideal. So I have told the story numerous times on this podcast that I heard Stephen Herod Buner, the herbalist who I interviewed on episode eight, say once that uh, when he used to teach and he taught many, many, many classes and workshops over decades, he would ask people, what brought you to herbalism? And for some people, it would be that they had always had a connection to plants. And since childhood, they were, you know, in the woods talking to the flowers. Um, But that wasn't very many people. Some people, and also small percentage um, of plants saved their life. They had a major medical issue that modern medicine was not properly addressing and they found herbalism and it turned everything around for them. But what the vast majority of people say is that, I don't know, I just feel called. That's 100% my story with herbalism and it's also my story with (laughs) exiting the overculture and choosing a more homesteady, sustainable life, which I have to be honest and say, clearly, I'm still very much um, online. (laughs) I still get the vast majority of my food from the grocery store. Like I'm not, I'm not pretending here to be any more self-sufficient or quote sustainable than we are because we are way more not those things. (laughs) We're, We're living more of I guess the typical American life, then we're not, but we have also taken huge steps away that I know many people want to take. And it's been a long, long process. And it's just a feeling, you know, I know that so many in my audience, probably all of you have the same feeling of like, something's not right with the culture. This isn't really the life I want. If you're a parent, this isn't the way I want to be raising my kids. And it's hard to extract ourselves from the way we grew up and the way of convenience and ease. Um, So I'm just, what I have done and what I'm a big fan of is just taking it step by step. And my thoughts and my goals around all of this have changed many times. Um, When I was in my early 20s, I so idealized like a full off-grid homestead, total self-sufficiency type of lifestyle. And, you know, I became a mother at 25. That relationship fell apart. I was a single mom for a long time. And I just, 
totally gave that dream up. I was like, I, you know, I just have to survive. There's like, there's no thriving anytime soon. There's no space to like resources to make that dream come true. But then slowly over the last 10 years and very much accelerating once I got together with my husband, Owen, nine years ago, um, that dream has fallen into place. I still can't believe it. You know, again, in our own way, not in a a full on off grid (laughs) homesteading lifestyle. I know lots of people, lots of people do do that though. And I'm going to talk about some of those people today. Um, You know, I was born in 1981, grew up watching endless TV, compulsory schooling that truly like beat the spirit out of me in kindergarten. Uh, All the processed food, very little food was ever actually prepared from scratch in my house. My mom worked nights. I've shared a lot about that too. Toxic medical interventions. Like I just, you know, fully standard American life as a kid. Didn't question it until again, my early twenties. I remember I had a book. It's like the backyard homestead. I think that's what it's called. I still have that book. I would just look through that. That's a great book, by the way, (laughs) if you if you are like suburban living, maybe even urban living with a little space in your backyard. There's so much you can do. There's so many people doing so much with so little. It's always really inspiring to me. I have to take a sip of coffee here. Um, You know, the first big decision I made that went against everything I had been told was right and safe and healthy by the culture was free birthing my first daughter at home in 2006. Uh, I've told that story before in the episode with Emily Saldea. Um, It's like 48 or 49. And yeah, that that was the right decision. It was a beautiful, birth and a beautiful experience. And it taught me to trust my gut, to trust my heart. It taught me that everything, that not everything that I've been told is correct or the way to do things actually is. Um, It just gave me so much confidence to move forward, trusting my gut. You know, I'm going to tell you this phrase that came to me yesterday. I'd had a super stressful day yesterday. And I finally had about an hour in the evening to myself to like stretch on my little rolling, um, you know, those, what are those called? Like things that you roll your back on. Um, just using my like little tools for body tension, listening to a record, Divers by Joanna Newsom, crying, <laughs> stretching, relaxing, and just kind of reflecting on this huge change that's happening in our life and my whole my whole life, especially my last 20 years since adulthood. And I realized that I deeply trust the trajectory of my life. It has been so hard and so challenging at so many junctures, but I have kept moving forward with trust and with openness and always moving toward what my heart is telling me is right. Always moving toward what my heart is telling me is right. This is why we are now at this really incredible new juncture in our lives. 
But so much of that for me has been exiting the overculture. You know, another thing I know I've said so many times on this podcast is that the culture is toxic. The culture is so toxic. You know this. You're in my audience. You know this. I love the first time I interviewed my teacher, Cammie McBride. I believe that was episode 20. She's been on three times. It's about to be four. Uh, we talked about having teenagers and how, you know, they don't want to listen to us. They actually are like actively reject um, what we're interested in for she and I. That's herbalism and natural medicine and like earth healing. But we do the work that we do to help disperse those ideas further into the culture so that they can then trickle down to our teenagers, to our children and our descendants who maybe don't want to hear it straight from us. The, the overculture is strong. That's why it's the overculture. But there are ripples. There are ripples everywhere. There is, you know, especially the last few years with the pandemic and political unrest and it's unraveling, you know, it's like the world you were born into is gone is a meme I saw recently. And, and it's true. And it's like this, the fabric of society as we've known it for so many decades, this sort of illusion of American stability. And it's, I know, not just in America um, where things are unraveling, but it's coming apart. We're seeing it for what it is. We're seeing the weaknesses in those kind of systems. And we're thinking more and more about what do I need to do? Where do I need to be? What steps can I take today to prepare myself? Um, so in 2017, I think it was September, I think it was this month, but anyway, woke up in the middle of the night to crazy howling winds and just had the worst feeling in the pit of my stomach. And you know, my baby was sleeping next to me, but I crept out and talked to my husband and we were like, what is happening? You know, this is like something's not right. Something doesn't feel good. We woke up the next morning to find out that the Tubbs fire had destroyed a huge neighborhood in Santa Rosa. Um, and I, there were other fires, you know, it was just this huge, huge windstorm that night in Northern California. And this was before we were doing the rolling blackouts that are now a normal part of our lives. I'm, I'm looking out my window right now to a smoke filled sky because of the mosquito fire that's nearby me right now. But that we lost our power that night as well, um, because of the winds and that night, five years ago this month, kind of changed everything for us. Like we started really, we had a baby, there was smoke in the sky, we didn't have power. And we were like, okay, we know this is the new normal. We know climate chaos is happening all around us. We're in Northern California. So for us, that looks mostly like wildfire and power loss. And just that whole next month or two, Owen and I got really serious about preparedness. And, you know, we started joking that we were low key preppers which I think is still the accurate representation. <laughs> like we're not building fortresses or stockpiling guns or anything like that, but we are so much more aware now and have definitely taken steps to make ourselves more prepared for these sort of chaotic things that happen, especially having children. You know, we had a baby that month and it was just, what do I need to know to protect my kids? Um, you know, that was the time too that I started really learning about pandemics and 
and recognizing that that's a very possible future scenario. Now, I've had numerous people write me and be like, Amber, you predicted the pandemic. I did not. Um, again, you can listen to episode eight with Stephen Buner because we talk about it there. He's one of the people who taught me a lot about ecological disruption and, you know, the very real possibility of a future pandemic. And that has even nothing to do with, you know, these labs that were working on this gain of function research and that other whole other threat when it comes to novel pathogens being released into society. But I am so glad that we started thinking about pandemic preparation back in 2017, because then when it hit a few years later, we weren't shocked. First of all, it wasn't like, oh my God, this is crazy. It was like, okay, yeah, it's happening. And we had like all the herbs that we needed. We had everything ready and we, we didn't go through the major fear and panic that so many people did during that. Um, and so that's kind of my approach to to preparedness in general is just like slowly, slowly educating myself, learning more and and having resources stockpiled. That's what I have stockpiled is information. Um, so, you know, for me, that looks like quite a few books, um, but I was recently asked to be a part of this, this launch that's launching the day I'm recording this or releasing this. Um, it's called the Off-Grid Homestead Bundle. I saw numerous people that I follow and friends of mine promoting it, I don't know, months ago. And I was like really interested, but just very busy and never followed up on it. So when I was first asked to participate this time, I was like, mm, uh, what is this? But then I looked at what it is and I was like, oh, this is the information stockpile <laughs> that I need and that I've been waiting for. So they're calling it the best resource to help you start a homestead, go off grid and live more sustainably. But it really is so much more than that. So as, as an affiliate and someone who's going to be promoting it, I've already had access to it. It's over 100 eBooks and online courses and programs. And there's a documentary too, The Need to Grow by Rob Herring, which is incredible and you should see it. And Rob Herring is one of my favorite people that I follow on Instagram. And um, he's, I think he's like spearheading this whole thing because the video on the landing page is him talking. So the off-grid homestead bundle is unlike anything you've ever seen before. It's a unique collection of 100 plus hand-picked eBooks, courses, guides, and programs curated specifically to guide you to the lifestyle that you always dreamed possible. Never before have so many renowned teachers and experts come together to create a bundle covering such a multitude of skill sets and topics. So it's 50 bucks. Um, they're saying this is a 99% discount because if you got all of these separately, it would be well over $6,000. It really is so much, you guys. And once I, I was like, okay, this is an immediate yes. And if I had like followed those links back months ago, I think it was maybe in the spring, when I saw various people promoting this, I would have bought it in a second because it's like stockpile the information because we're all busy as fuck, right? Like it takes a long time to build this sort of lifestyle, a long time to extract yourself from the overculture and then a long time to slowly take steps towards being more self-sufficient, community sufficient, um, 
long-term sustainable, have your own food there, know about herbal remedies. So for me, I've always felt like, okay, I'm going to slowly learn what I can while I can, but then I'm also going to have my information stockpile for like when shit hits the fan, you know, that's like the saying in the prepper community, when shit hits the fan, um, at least I have the information there for when it's like, okay, shit, now I really need to know how to build a composting toilet or, you know, um, whatever it is. I actually love composting toilets. I've lived in two homes with one long, long time ago now, but they're great. And there's like this whole humanure movement there's a little handbook i don't know if there's anything about composting toilets or humanure in this there might be there's there's so much that i haven't read the title of every single ebook or course yet um, i keep going through and like reading the next 10 or 15 but that i mean that's a book in my in my stockpile the humanure handbook so the the main categories in this bundle are off-grid living homesteading homestead income which i fucking love you know i'm all about talking about the money and wanting people to be setting up forms of passive income for themselves so that's a like major category within this bundle is homestead income um, organic gardening canning and preserving so that is one skill that i don't have at all and i want to have um yeah we we don't have food stockpiled we don't have we don't have that at all and i would very much like to especially because we have gardens like we we can be using the things we're growing and preserving them for some reason it's always felt overwhelming to me like just oh god another skill to learn but i know it's not you know people tell me it's really easy and so i'm, I'm so stoked that there's multiple resources about that in here chemical free homes that's something that i did 17 years ago no no chemicals in my house no cleaning products no toxic beauty products i feel like that's that's so important because we want to you know um decrease the toxic burden on our bodies as much as possible especially if shit hits the fan and it's like you want to be as healthy as you can be <coughs> sorry i'm just getting over a cold <coughs> too <laughs> ironic sentence um to to deal you know with with this major lifestyle change that would happen and even if there's never some big like apocalyptic event shit hits the fan moment clearly things are changing clearly supply chains are breaking down clearly we can't continue the way that we have been clearly climate chaos is affecting so many different corners of the globe in so many different devastating ways um, herbal remedies. So yeah, I, I didn't mention yet that I was asked to join this too late to have my ebook be part of it. But anyone who signs up through my link will receive my ebook, um, my herbal body oiling ebook. I just redid it as a beautiful new cover. I'm so excited. Um, you know, the subtitles, ancient sacrament, modern necessity, how to do it why to do it and how to make your own so i'm really proud of it it's a beautiful book and um, multiple herbalists contributed to it and so you'll get that as part of the bundle 
but it will be delivered a few weeks later. Like once the um, launch has finished, you know, they're going to send me a list of all the emails of the people who signed up with me. And then I will deliver that ebook to everyone. Um, I, I love, 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 love these kinds of um, bundles, I guess it's called. I talked about this during the launch with Katya recently earlier this year. So the reason this works, the reason this is just a win-win situation for everyone is that tons of people and experts come together and contribute their resources and their knowledge, their wisdom. There's so, so, so much packed in there. Uh, And since they're all going to be affiliates and they're all going to be promoting it, a lot of people are going to buy it. And it's so high quality. That's the, it's so much incredible information. Like I got super excited reading through um, all the eBooks and courses that are available for 50 bucks so that they can make it that cheap. So, you know, it's a win for the people who want to buy it because it's only 50 bucks for like, I mean, if I was buying all this (laughs) as books, which is, you know, what I tend to default to, yeah, it would just be so many thousands of dollars. Um, And so it's, you know, it's a volume game, basically. They know they've made such a high quality product by bringing so many experts together that a ton and ton and ton of people are going to buy it so they can price it super low. And then even more people are going to buy it because it's so low price. So it's just like everyone wins. Um, So Herbal Remedies, Prepping and Surviving, and From Farm to Table. Those are the main categories. Um, I'm going to read you just some. Actually, I feel like now is the time when I'm going to tell you our news. Oh, so we we bought this place. It's on one acre for super cheap um, back in 2016 when I was eight months pregnant. And we home birthed our second daughter here. And it's been amazing. It, it's really small. It's a thousand square feet. It's two bedrooms. Um, it's been wonderful for us. Our business has flourished here. It has grown here. I started my podcast here. It it was perfect. It was just what we needed when we needed it. But for the last year or so, it has felt constricting. It's so small. We're living on top of each other. We're four people, including a teenage girl, in a small two-bedroom house running our ever-growing business out of the house. Like it's crazy. It's chaos. Um, (laughs) It doesn't feel good anymore. It's not nourishing or sustaining anymore. And so we started thinking back in the spring, like, could we, could we move? Could we afford a new house? How would we make this work? We met with the real estate agent who'd helped us find this place, our good friend, Kim. And we've just been very, very casually looking Um, since then because we know we can't make a move this big or invest this much money you know prices are not low right now although it did recently flip from a seller's to a buyer's market Um, so we've just been really going slow and making sure we we're not we can't make a move this big or invest this much money unless it's absolutely perfect and nothing has been absolutely perfect we've hardly even actually looked at any places i've taken many breaks from even like reading the emails about the new listings 
I can't believe I'm such an adult. It really is so weird to me, like how much I know about real estate and mortgages and stuff at this point. But the perfect thing, the perfect thing popped up last week. We looked at it on Monday. We made the offer on Wednesday. We entered escrow on Friday. Um, I can't... Oh, it's so, I just can't wait to be done with escrow. I can't wait until we're, until it's actually ours. It's a dream come true. I can't believe it. I can't believe that this home will be mine. It is perfect for our family and it is perfect for our business. It's going to make growing the business in the ways that we want to, that feel good to us, that best serve our audience going to make that easy instead of the struggle that it's been here in the place we're at now. Um, There's already gardens in place and there's plenty of room to expand on the gardens. It's this huge south-facing gentle slope. They have solar already on it, which I know there are a lot of issues with solar. I I understand like the mining and really there's like just as many sustainability issues, but living in a place where we have rolling blackouts like all late summer and fall whenever there's a wind event in order to avoid fires to have that is super special super helpful um two wells there's two wells that produce a lot of water there's a huge water tank next to the house with a um, fire spigot for fire hoses right there so that if we have to evacuate firefighters hopefully would you know defend the house with that because it's easy when you make it easy for them they're more likely to defend your home um there's a second exit like where we are right now if a wildfire is coming at us in a certain direction we have no exit we have nowhere to go it's so fucking terrifying this place there's two ways to get out opposite ways so no matter which way the fires come in you're going to at least have an exit this is what we think about in wildfire country and in case you're thinking like why don't you just leave california you know it's it's so crazy to me that people could be that could have that little of understanding of others because you know could say that about so many other places in the country why do people live in florida or new orleans or texas on the on the coast, you know, hurricanes, like the reason people live where they do is because community is because their people are there or because it's would take too many resources to leave. So for me, my 100 year old grandmother is an hour away in Sacramento. My father, who's just transitioning into long term assisted living because of his decades of alcoholism is five hours away in Bakersfield and my sister's two hours away in Lake Tahoe. And then my my daughters have their community here and we have our community here. We love our people. We love, we love where we live. Um, and so that's why, that's why we stay. And that's why everyone stays. I mean, we, we do know, I know one, personally know one family who's left because of the fire threat. And I know there are others, but that's why we stay. And actually our county is like very, it's a rural county and there's a lot of people working on long-term sustainable solutions and community oriented care. And so it's, it's a wonderful place to live. Um, and it has its challenges, but we're, 
we're here to meet those challenges and we have slowly done things to make our home here more fire ready that are going to feel good when when we sell this place to show people like this is what we've done you know we have solar here now um, we've worked on you know defensible space and all that kind of stuff but it, got, it really like so regionally wildfires globally the pandemic climate shit political shit in general it's like even though it's all scary, um, it has, you know, engendered this sort of collective consciousness, I think, that is really beautiful and has a lot of potential to remind us how deeply interconnected we all are. Um, okay, sorry, went off on a little thing there. I do want to read, I'm just going to randomly pick some of the... <coughs> excuse me um <coughs> sorry i'm not gonna have this episode audio edited because it just takes too much time and money and i just want to get it out to you so i'm sorry you have to hear me cough just randomly gonna choose some of the um ebook and pdf guide titles to read you and then i'll read some of the online courses too the herbal tea ebook by the girly black farmer how to be a successful 21st century nomad by Robert Witham. Looks like this Robert person has a lot of um, things that he's contributed. Micro businesses you can start today being one of them. No-till gardening by Sunshine Farm. Micro Homestead by Busy Homebodies. I love that name, Busy Homebodies. That's totally us. And Micro Homestead, like see that you really can do these with so little space. Um, An Herb a Month by Ariel Martinez. From Egg to Chicken by Misty Creek Acres. Okay, should I tell you now that I just read that about our chicken situation? So we started keeping them at the very beginning of the pandemic, like so many others. Um, just, you know, a friend got in touch and was like, hey, I'm going to have chicks in a month or three weeks. Because um, that's how long they take. Do you want them? I know you've talked about wanting chickens before, and we were like, yes. You know, lockdowns had just happened. We were just home. Owen was like, I can build a coop. So we did it and fell in love. I love keeping chickens. Um, and then I just got like obsessed. I, <laughs> this is really common for new chicken keepers. Um, I went pretty crazy and just started like collecting chickens from, there's so many chicken keepers in my area. Um, and I drove an hour away one day in, in early June of that year and visited this farm, which if I had been more experienced, I would have realized from the beginning was incredibly sloppily kept and unclean. And she was not practicing any protocols for keeping her birds safe from disease. They were, there were over 200 chickens. They were all on top of each other. Um, it was it was really messy and gross. Like I, I picked up on that, but I didn't think for a second, oh, I might bring a disease home to my flock if I get some birds from her right now. So I got four chickens from her that day. She had like every breed imaginable. She had just started collecting two years before, collecting, um, keeping chickens two years before. And yeah, again, like me, just fell in love, went crazy, started ordering every breed she thought was beautiful or interesting from catalogs and didn't keep them healthy in any way so anyway our flock ended up with Merrick's disease which is 
um, it's like in the herpes family. And we realized it later that fall, the friend who had given me that farmer woman's number realized it first and called me to tell me, I'm pretty sure I got Merrick's from that woman's chickens. And there's basically nothing you can do once it's in your flock. Um, I'd say about half of our birds have died from it, half haven't. It's just like with humans, you know, there's different susceptibility, different immune systems. Um, it's interesting because one of the ways scientists know that mass vaccination pushes um, pathogens to evolve into deadlier, more um, sneaky forms is through merics because, you know, all huge hatcheries, chicks are vaccinated against merics, which usually pre prevents them from getting it, but also has pushed the pathogen to evolve into more virulent forms. So that's just an interesting thing I came across when learning about learning about the disease. Um, and so it, it lives in the like shafts of the feathers. It lives in the dander on their skin and feathers. And so there's really like no way to get rid of it. Um, you know, some people kill all their birds, scrub their coop out with like this really strong viricide. And, but mostly people say, just get rid of your birds and then like kill them. Obviously you can't give them to other people. Um, and then wait at least five years until all the merics is gone from like the dust and the dirt and the inside of the coop. So we stopped getting new chickens and we, many of ours have been killed by predators as well. Even though we have an electric fence around them, we are in the country and it's happened bobcats mostly we think we did see one once anyway we're down to two now two sweet girls cersei and hedwig and um once they're gone actually we're probably gonna have to harvest them before we move away because we're not gonna bring them with us we will probably chill on keeping chickens for a while it's it's been really sad and really hard but i think eventually we'll start again at the new place because the disease isn't there. I don't know what we'll do with our coop. Um, yeah. So yeah, homesteading. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot to learn, but Merrick's is definitely rare. I don't know anyone else who's had it. Obviously other people have, there's plenty of resources and like online forums online that talk about it. Um, so it does happen, but we loved keeping chickens. It's so fun and so sweet. Eggs are basically my favorite food, you know, between nutrition and taste and versatility. I feel like to like, like really, if you couldn't go to the grocery store anymore, having chickens will get you so far as far as meeting nutritional needs. Um, you know, egg yolks are just powerhouses of nutrition. So there's a lot of egg egg um egg and chicken keeping content in this bundle um do i have adrenal fatigue by dr brad campbell how to opt out of the technocratic state by Derek bros build an off-grid homestead with next to nothing by frugal off-grid um i'm not going to come close to reading all these there are 79 there are 79 pdfs Eat the Trees by Brian Vasili. 16 Ways to Make Money on the Homestead by Campbell's Country Charm. Don't Throw It Out by Creative Explained. Do you follow them on Instagram? They put out some really interesting videos. Um, 
Gardening with Oils by Leaf and Learn. I wonder what that's about, Gardening with Oils. Um, and then it's 80 if you, it'll be 80 PDFs if you buy through my link because you'll get my Herbal Body Oiling ebook as well. And then the courses, programs, and memberships, Edible and Medicinal Plants by Land of the Sky Wilderness School. I'm really excited to um, be tuned in to more people, like most of these people I don't know at all. Panic-Free Prepping by the Healthy American, Peggy Hall. The Fundamentals of Healing Masterclass by Dr. Steph Young. Full Moon Kit by Dr. Jabon Moore. What's that? What's a full moon kit? Um, Off-Grid Homestead Solar Wiring Diaphragm by Tiny Shiny Home. Simple Sourdough and Start Fermenting by Well Folk Revival. So these are courses. I'm, I'm guessing these are almost all um, video-based and also memberships. So that's interesting. Tick Bite and Lyme Protection Course by Hogland Homeopathy and the Holistic Mother. I've talked about her before, the Holistic Mother, Kendra. I really like following her. Herbal Remedies Course by Permacrafters. For the Love of Sunflowers by April Sunrise Farm. Foundations of Emergency Preparedness by the Preparedness Guy. Oh my gosh, I got to start like prioritizing which one of these I want to dive into first, um, especially once we're out on our new land, our new beautiful home that actually has enough space for the four of us for once. Um, I really start start thinking about, you know, what next steps we want to take towards being more sustainable out there homeschool e-course uncovering breastfeeding masterclass wow that's really cool um get off birth control and step into sovereign womanhood amazing foundational homeopathy um and yeah there, i know there's even more like home birth and homeschool resources which talked a little bit about my home births but Oh my gosh, for me, homeschooling, I have that episode 75 with Akila Richards, I think that's her last name, yeah, about, um, all about unschooling, which I, to me, feels like probably one of the most important choices I've ever made in my life, and every single day since we decided to unschool our little one, I... I have more signs and revelations that it was the right choice. I can't believe what's being taught in schools. I can't believe how toxic the culture is between maybe not little, well, yeah, sometimes little kids, but certainly by the time they reach adolescence in their teenage years. Um, so the, my oldest, my little one's six, she twice a week goes to a homeschool enrichment program with other kids and a teacher we love. The rest of the day she's home. Um, so my teenager, she is a sophomore now in high school and it was really hard for me adjusting to her freshman year. She had been at a small public charter Waldorf school for 10 years before that. And you know, people have a lot of ideals about Waldorf education and I certainly did back in the day. And people also have a lot of issues with it, which are valid. But I realized by sixth grade, like it's it's just like any other program. Now, when, when they're little, it's sweet as can be. And I always say Waldorf kindergarten is extremely 
um, seductive. It's so sweet. And they're like seasonal living and making things with their hands. And I just love it. But by the time she was in middle school, I was like, okay, now it just feels like any other public school with, they sit in a chair all day and are told what to think and how to think and how to write and the peer pressure and the dynamics between the kids. And of course their phones and social media exacerbating everything. And then she got into high school and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a nightmare. You really see how toxic the culture is when you have a teenager and maybe specifically a teenage daughter. But she was loving it. She was thriving. She was so ready for a wider social circle and that's what she was getting. But then this year, her sophomore year, she was just kind of over it. They were really coming down hard on the rules. you know, she has to get up super early in the morning. Anyway, she just started an independent study homeschool program yesterday. And I am fucking thrilled. I am so glad she is exiting that system. She is self-directed, self-motivated. I have been telling her for years, you can, you don't have to do this. We can unschool at any point. I have absolutely no fears about letting you follow your own interests and your own heart and your own dreams. I've read enough and talked to enough unschooling families to know that these kids are incredible, that we don't need the system. I mean, if you don't know the history of schooling and what it was created for, it's not for the benefit of children. It's not made, it wasn't initially made to educate. It was made to control the population and create workers who would be obedient, subservient, not questioning, not curious. I'm I'm not talking shit about individual teachers right now. I know many, many people are there fully to try and educate children in the best way possible. But it's like those, that, that intention is at odds with the system itself. So, so basically I have two homeschooled kids now. Um, I mean, it's not exactly homeschooling with the teenager because she is still using the curriculum of like a public high school, but She's not in that classroom every day. They have like lockdown drills constantly. I just, I refuse to do that with my younger one too. Like the younger one is not the type of kid who can go through a lockdown drill and then come home and just pretend like everything's okay. When they just told her an active shooter could come to her school at any minute. Um, For me, the homeschooling unschooling piece is the most important thing to me. And I understand it's not an option for everyone, but I'm seeing more and more and more families choose it. Oh, I forget what the statistic is I just saw, but a huge number of New York City kids never went back to school after lockdowns. Their families were like, fuck this. And Black families are exiting the school system at a larger rate than any other ethnicity, which I think is really interesting too and awesome. And You should listen to that episode with Akilah Richards if you want more on that. Um, So, you know, basically more and more people are opting out of all of the systems and the school system is a major one that's seen a mass exodus. And so I loved seeing when I was first asked to be part of this bundle, I was, you know, like, "Mm, let's see, like I've shared this before. I really have, I'm very discerning about what I'm going to try and sell my audience. I'm, I say no to 99% of the opportunities that come my way. It needs to be something that I really believe in and love. And so when I was reading through all these and I saw how much 
homeschooling support there was in this bundle that made me feel um, a lot better about saying yes to it. And oh, there's mushroom stuff too. Let's see what I just see. Um, Mycology 101 by Fungi Academy. I think I saw some other ones too. Yeah, Fruiting Body Appreciation <coughs> by Mushroom Madman. Primal Cooking Course. I'm curious about that one. Grow and Monetize Your Instagram Without Going Viral by Homestead Hafsa. So basically, there's a lot. Um, so there'd be 80 ebooks if you bought with my link and got my ebook. And then looks like there's 61, 61 courses. Courses, programs, and memberships is that category. And then again, the film, The Need to Grow, a documentary by Rob Herring, which I highly, highly recommend and highly recommend um, following Rob Herring as well. If you follow the link that's down in the show notes to, to the landing page um, to learn more about this, you'll see a video featuring Rob. I really, really respect uh, and just like Rob so much and I'm so grateful for everything I've seen him post and share and everything he's created. He, I think he's working on another film right now too. Um, let me check my notes. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, one other thing is, you know, back at the very beginning of the pandemic, when we got our chickens, I started a new project called Our Herbal Homestead because I was like, you know, this, we are living this life. Like we are growing and using herbs every day and now we're keeping chickens and, you know, we can share more about what we're doing. And that project really fell by the wayside. Probably some of you remember it. Um, I just don't have enough time. Just, just that simple. If I'm going to do this podcast and run our medicine business and be a mom, um, I don't have time for that. So my heart was really there and I'm happy to be able to still, you know, be a part of this conversation and still be sharing resources with others. Cause yeah, we know a few things on our little herbal homestead, but all of these people know so, so much more. Um, so another thing that they they have written here is that off-grid and homesteading skill sets are not necessarily about isolation or abandoning modern society. I think it's actually extremely important in our preparedness that we are not isolating or abandoning our community, you know, that we're actually deepening into community. Um, on the contrary, it's about reconnecting to your innate wisdom and the rhythms of nature so that you can fully enjoy the freedom and ease of knowing you can thrive no matter what's happening in the world around you. It's just like, <laughs> exactly, you know. <clears throat> All these resources in the bundle will change thousands of lives. It is such a vast vault of resources curated specifically to guide you to the lifestyle and freedom that you always dreamed possible. I'm going to read another little list of um, categories because this is a little more in-depth and a lot of things I didn't already cover. How to start homesteading and live off the land, permaculture, organic gardening, and holistic garden planning, foraging for mushrooms, nettles, and herbs safely and sustainably, seed starting and seed saving for flowers and vegetables, canning and food preservation with water baths and pressure canning, self-sufficiency and thriving off-grid with smart solar-powered solutions, online income, Airbnb rentals, and how to make money from a homestead, urban gardening and how to start a micro-homestead from your apartment, 
creating chemical-free home products from natural ingredients, composting methods and how to repurpose scraps in your garden. We just, we've had, we've noticed that something is eating our compost pile. Um, and last night I was outside in the dark looking at the stars <laughs> and I heard this rustling over by the compost pile and I shined my phone flashlight on it and it was a skunk. So now we know that a skunk has been eating our compost. Um, yeah, oh gosh, we'll see what kinds of new animals we'll have at the new the new property. It's, it's about a 25 minute drive from where we are now. It's larger acreage wise. It's a certified wildlife habitat. There's like a, a walking trail that it's like you're in the woods, but it's fully on the land. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm going to be able to do, I'm going to be able to breathe, first of all, not just be living and working on top of other people all the time. Um, I can like create videos because there's so much more space and like backgrounds and there's so much I can do. I'm so excited. I, I know that moving into this new space that almost feels like we dreamed it into existence because it literally checks every single every single thing on our list down to the street it's on it was our dream street of all the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of roads in our county this was the one road that we were like that would be the dream but truly truly didn't think was going to happen um i i just know that once we're settled in this space everything is going to change everything is going to expand in a beautiful nourishing way for me for my family and for everyone who our work touches i can't believe it i, I already said that We're, we are pinching ourselves it feels too good to be true and it, it all just fell into place like the financing fell into place everything everything's been easy all the inspections are like yep everything looks great i'm like okay i believe in magic <laughs> i deeply trust the trajectory of my life it has taken a long time and a lot of work to get here and now here it all is and it's going to create so many new opportunities to deepen and expand what we've already been working on for for many many years together um okay composting so yeah <laughs> once we once we start composting out there i wonder what new animals are going to be trying to get into it um, organic farming, beekeeping, and animal care. Oh, I would love to do beekeeping. Medicinal herbs and home remedies for a sovereign medicine cabinet. Yay, my ebook would fall into that category. Prepping, emergency preparedness, and how to survive in the wilderness. How to make your own skincare and beauty products from plants. Farm to table recipes, sourdough baking, brewing, fermenting, and cheese making. Okay, I did also get into sourdough at the beginning of the pandemic before I knew other people were doing it. Like it took a few months before I started seeing like the memes and all that. Um, I never actually made a loaf of bread. I just used the starter and a lot of baked goods. And yeah, I would I would love to incorporate that again. I just I really feel like I'm gonna have more space for everything in this new home. Um, sovereign womanhood, home birth, breastfeeding, and holistic postpartum practices. I love that that's a part of this. Like they didn't have to make that a part of this. That's not for everyone, but for the people it is for, <laughs> people like me, um, that information is invaluable. 
how to start homeschooling nature groups and forest schools. Yes. Exiting the overculture or, you know, just working towards something new, building something new. Like I've really been thinking a lot lately and seeing this reflected in other people's thoughts online who I respect. Um, like it's just time to stop talking about dismantling, tearing down, um, you know, even exiting, like even this word I'm using in this podcast, exiting the overculture and just, and focus on building, uh, cultivating. Yeah. Like solutions, <laughs> you know, clearly, clearly we must know what the problems are, but spending all of our energy, um, criticizing the problems, tearing them down, trying to tear down institutions and systems, is not going to get us nearly as far as focusing on solutions and building toward the future that we want to see. So I love that. I love that this is what this off-grid homestead bundle is what it's called. Um, and like, to be clear, we're not off-grid and that's not even necessarily a goal of mine anymore. Like it was for a long time, although it does seem, especially in California, when we lose power so often, like, that that is a reality to want to know how to still have like water needs met for example especially when you're on a well because you need power to pump the water um when there's when there's no power either during a rolling blackout a public safety power shut off during high winds and fire season or you know it, it's possible that there's just no power left or the the systems have failed the <laughs> the power is not getting pumped into your house anymore. I don't think pumped is the right word, but um, you know what I'm saying? So I love this. I love this stockpile. It was super fun downloading these resources. Um, you do have lifetime access to them. However, they can't guarantee that the creators of the online courses will keep them up forever. You know, they, they might change platforms. They might shut it down for some reason, but as far as they know, you have lifetime access to those and to the um, all the PDFs, of course, will be yours. Um, everything can be downloaded to any computer, iPad, or phone. And once downloaded, you have them for life. Let me see one more little question. Um, and it's a one-time $50 payment. It's not like a monthly membership by any mean. That's that's it. Uh, what what some people have said who bought it last time during the initial launch was, okay, OMG, I just bought and downloaded all the resources I can. Wow, wow, wow. This is phenomenal. I can't believe it is actually real and I'm canceling all my weekly plans to dive into all of it. Thank you for bringing something like this. OMG, thank you so much. I just got my bundle and I'm crying from happiness. You guys are the best. OMG. <laughs> I, I love OMG. I like say it out loud all the time. It's just funny to me how often it's used though. OMG, I just got it and I am in love. So many amazing resources. Thank you for making something like this available. So again, win, win, win. Um, I love these things. I love, I love these ideas of bundles and I hope to see more of them happening. So much value for so little money and yet the people promoting and affiliates like me get to make their money. Um, it's like just just good for everyone and the the company who's hosting this has been amazing like I was like how am I going to get my ebook to people like in a way that I'm not answering individual emails and it's going to be so much work and like we're 
moving. <laughs> I'm moving my dad into long-term care and everything's crazy. And they're like, we'll take care of it. We got it. Don't you worry about it. We're figuring out a system. Like they really took care of me there. And I think that the presentation of this bundle is just beautiful. The content is through the roof. I'm really excited about it. And I hope that it benefits your life, that you can start diving into the content immediately, especially things that are pressing for you. And also just know, just know that you got an information stockpile there for any way you might need it in the future. Um, okay, thanks for listening. I cannot wait to share photos and videos of our new place with you when the time comes. I'm, I'm aware that I'm like sharing this very publicly when we just entered escrow, but it seems so unlikely that anything's gonna fall through. Um, everyone wants it to work out. The sellers are so excited that we're the ones buying it and that we can tend the land in a proper way and, and be just a very happy family inside the gorgeous house. I've never lived in a house that felt like it could really contain and support me. I've never lived in a big house. I've never lived in a nice house. <laughs> um, okay, thanks for listening. The link, of course, to the bundle is gonna be in the show notes. Oh, but this is this is truly uh, a limited time thing. Shit, I should know what day it's gonna close. It's like a week or something from the day I'm um, releasing this, so if you missed it, it will be available again. Like it's, you know, I think every few months or something, it's gonna be made available. There really is a hard close date. It's not like an evergreen thing where you can get it anytime um, late, sometime late September. It's gonna close like the 25th, maybe something like that. Oh, I'm so sorry that I don't have this date right now, but again, if you can't get it by the time you listen to this, it will be available again. Join my email list at mythicmedicine.love and you'll definitely hear from me when it's available again. Um, okay, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for caring about our family and following our, our humble journey through this life. <laughs> uh, link in show notes. And I have two really good interviews um, in the works that I'm super excited about. And, but it's gonna be such a busy fall, like between escrow and moving, and then we're gonna need to get the house we're in now on the market as soon as possible. Um, this all happened, opportunity to buy this new house happened really fast, and we, we've done nothing to get this house ready. Um, and, and then moving my dad into long-term care is also a major thing, and we're gonna need to like be down there a lot, taking care of things and selling his house, which is my grandparents house which was my great grandma's house before before them she died when I was five but we used to go visit her in that house and I remember her sitting in her chair in the den with her little candy dish <laughs> um she had the house built in 1951 so it's been in my family for a long time and it's gonna be it's gonna be a big deal to let go of it it's gonna be emotional everything is super emotional with what's happening with my dad right now and just the tragedy of his 30 plus years of alcoholism. Um, lots of feelings. So what I'm saying is I might not be as present or releasing episodes as frequently, but as I always say, I love this podcast. I'm never giving it up. Still be here for you. I will be coming on strong in 2023. 
I'm gonna have like a dedicated podcast space in this new house, you guys. So excited. Okay, um, thank you and goodbye.